Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Screen Nerds Podcast. My name's Michael Burgett, and thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode of No Time to Die, the latest James Bond film. Uh, just got out of the theater, and whoo, boy, that was a long movie. <laughs> and wanted to share some of my thoughts with you on the film. Uh, as I mentioned, this is another uh, film in the James Bond franchise, the last film. Uh, starring Daniel Craig as 007, and, uh, well, he went out with a bang uh, in more ways than one. I will try not to spoil the film uh, because, uh, you know, if you're one that is invested in the James Bond franchise, especially uh, Daniel Craig as Bond, uh, you want to see it in a theater. Uh, That's why uh, this film has been delayed so many times uh, because of uh, Corona and wanting to make sure that, uh, MGM and, uh, the Broccoli family wanted to make sure that, uh, this film was seen in theaters. And so it was constantly delayed. Uh, and so you need to see it in the theater for yourself. Uh, the film is one where Bond is seen as retired. He's out of, uh, MI. And so a new 007 takes over and Spectre and new uh, evil people are out and Bond gets kind of dragged back in. And that's kind of the premise of the film. Uh, I'll try and, like I said, I'll try not to spoil things, uh, just give general observations, and I will try to leave what I think are some of the minuses of the film uh, after I say the positives. Uh, First off, Daniel Craig does another great job as Bond. Uh, I I think going back uh, all the way to Casino Royale, uh, he he has been a really good Bond. Now, his films have gone up and down as far as the quality. Uh, I think, you know, like I said, um, Casino Royale was one of my favorites. Then Quantum of Solace was a drop-off. Uh, then Skyfall was probably his best film. Uh, and then there was a drop-off with Spectre. And you would think going into this film, if you go by the law of averages, that this film would be an up. Uh, I think this film kind of levels off, and I think there's several reasons as to why. Uh, but not because of Daniel Craig. I, I thought that he did a great job uh, as Bond again. Uh, the regular... Uh, cast came back with uh, Ralph Fiennes as M, uh, Ben Winslow as Q, Naomi Harris as uh, Miss Moneypenny, uh, Jeffrey Lawrence, uh, no, not Jeffrey Lawrence, uh, Jeffrey Wright uh, as Felix. Uh, so all, all those cast were back, and they they were great as usual. Uh, then you had uh, Leah Sadu, who's uh, back as uh, uh, Miss Swan, uh, and you had Blowfield back, uh, and you had a new villain, uh, Rami Malek, who, as a as a person and as a character, uh, outside of the narrative, I thought was really good. He exuded what a typical Bond villain is, and so that so the performances I thought were were really good. I thought the action was really, really good. It was very much Bond action type uh, that you would expect for a film. Um, I thought the cinematography was very well done. 
Uh, now, the, the problem with the film, to me, is the story. Uh, I feel like a film that is trying to wrap everything up, which that's what this film was. This was the last uh, Daniel Craig Bond. So it carried with it this idea. And I don't know if it necessarily had to carry with it this idea, but I felt like that's what it carried with it, is it had to wrap everything up. Everything from Casino Royale to now, it had to wrap everything up, uh, Bond's story. And I think to that end, I think that that carried with it a weight that it didn't need to carry. And I feel like that that weight dragged the film down to what it could have been. What I mean is I think that this film, if it was not attached to the previous four films, uh, if it was just like a one shot, I think it could have been a lot better. I think that because it was trying to tell all these different stories uh, and tell its own story, I feel like that Ultimately, I think that hurt the film. And you would think with a nearly three-hour length, it would have all this time to tell. Uh, But there were several main things that either it just got glossed over or there wasn't enough time to really develop the story. And uh, specifically in... This is not really a spoiler because, you know, it's mentioned as to what Bond is doing. Why Bond retires. It just is kind of glossed over as uh, in the first 10, 15 minutes of the film, uh, he is 007 and then all of a sudden he's not. And it's not really, uh, I don't want to say specifically, but just not really told as to why uh, he quit MI, uh, he just went off and, you know, we, we find him elsewhere. And so I feel like that was a detriment. They really didn't develop, uh, Bobby Malek's character, uh, narrative wise. You have some idea, but it just feels like, it feels like his villain could have been a lot more developed and, Similarly to how Blofeld's character kind of... It took several films for his character to be fully developed. It almost feels like uh, Rami Malek's character should have had another film or two to really develop. And it could have been something that could have been developed uh, back in Spectre. Uh, But it just... It feels like that part of it was rushed. I feel like the understanding of why Bond retired was rushed uh, and so I think to that end it felt like a detriment and and like I said it was trying to tell all these different stories and wrap everything up uh, in a bow and if there's anything with the Bond franchises is you don't have to necessarily do that and I feel like with this ending uh, some may think it's controversial some may think it's well done. Some may think it totally fits the story of the overarching narrative. Um, I kind of fall in the middle. I think that 
it's kind of controversial in one sense. Uh, in one sense, I understand why they finished the way they did. Uh, personally, I didn't like the ending. I thought that uh, it could have been done better, and I think that it could have ended a different way. Uh, and I, as I was watching it, I was reminded of uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. And I got a lot of vibes of The Dark Knight Rises in this film as I was watching it. And it's very different uh, in how that film ended and that trilogy ended and how this film ends in the, the five films of uh, Daniel Craig's James Bond. Uh, and just personal preference, I didn't like the ending. I understood the ending which is different than some films I've watched where I didn't understand the ending and I didn't like it. This one, I at least understood it and I respected the ending. I just, it just personal, personally for me, uh, I wasn't a big fan of the ending and thought they could have done uh, a different direction if they were going to uh, wrap everything up and write everything off as uh, the swan song for Daniel Craig. But uh, like I said, that's just me personally. Uh, and how I viewed it. Uh, you may have a different opinion when you see it, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, overall, uh, I've, I've read some reviews of like saying this is the best Bond. Uh, I personally can't say that uh, because for me, I'm always one that when you have a franchise as long as Bond and you've had several different people play Bond, it's hard to rank Bonds as differently in, in the films uh, that have spanned decades. And so I only take it as how do I view uh, this film in the spectrum of Daniel Craig's James Bonds. And I would say out of the five, this one would probably be third on my list behind Skyfall and behind... Uh, Casino Royale. Those would be the two I would have ahead of No Time to Die. Uh, but that's just me personally. Um, like I said, you you may watch this film and you may love it. You may watch this film and you may hate it. Um, but I will say this. Uh, it is definitely worth seeing in the theater and it is definitely worth uh, and I, I think a quality send-off uh, for uh, Daniel Craig as Bond. So that's my thoughts on No Time to Die. I would love to hear your thoughts and what you think of No Time to Die or any film that you've been watching recently. Uh, as always, you can always email the podcast, screennerdspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can always tweet the podcast at screennerdspod. And please, 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 if you get an opportunity, rate, review, and subscribe whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Podcast, Overcast, CastBox, wherever it is you get uh, your podcasts of choice, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. We would really appreciate it very much. So again, that's my thoughts on No Time to Die. Uh, this has been another quick screen episode of the Screen Nerds Podcast, and we will catch you on the next episode.